0: book, the 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 The book, 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 the Hello, 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 wonderful people who care about children. Welcome back, or welcome for the first time to Playtime. My name is Andrew Barnett, and I'm a play therapist, and I work in Asheville, North Carolina. And this is a podcast dedicated to children and play therapy, coming at both of those things from a child-centered perspective. And this will be the last Playtime for the really interesting and memorable year that is 2020 and... No shame out there if you have had a transformative 2020, a revelatory 2020, a enjoyable 2020, but for many people that has not been the case for many, many, many different reasons. And if you are one of those people that sucks, I'm sorry, we see you. There has been a lot that people have lost or lacked or so many areas of life where we have been found wanting in this year and... I say all of that to name that maybe there has been a distinct lack of joy, at least when I talk to some people who, through no fault of their own, have had difficult 2020s. They sound flat, they sound worn down, they sound very far away from being playful, they sound more serious and somber and worried and anxious and sad. And all of that is my extremely roundabout way of saying that I wanted to talk about joy on this podcast and how fundamental, at least for me, joy is in working with and just in being with children. There are times when uh, people will bring something to me, someone I know or someone who listens to the podcast and ask me what they think they should do or say or how they should approach a particular child that they are conducting therapy with. And that's something that a lot of therapists do. I have therapists that I know who when... I am with a child, working with a child, and I am just not sure what's happening inside of the process, or I don't know if they're benefiting from the process, or if there's something happening in their lives or in the playroom that I'm just not sure what to do with. There are therapists that I go to who I consult with and ask about those things. It's 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 something that we all do, or that many of us do at least. When that happens, when someone brings something to me, I can take in what they're saying and get stuck on whatever that problem is, right? It's like, okay, they're being defiant in the room and that's and that's difficult. You're having a hard time setting limits or they're, you feel like they should be in X place when really they're in X place and you're not sure how to move them in the direction that you feel like they should move or their parents keep coming in and naming X, Y, and Z complaints and you want to address those things inside of the session but there doesn't seem to be an easy avenue for doing that or you're not sure that the play itself is doing that that or their play seems like uninteresting or something or like nothing's happening inside of the play and those those are just some categories of issues but i think that that covers a a pretty wide spread of the issues that therapists go to other therapists to ask about if i had to come up with one thing to say back to all of those different answers one solution to the problem at hand If I could wave a magic therapy wand and cast something into the room between that child and between that therapist, if I could do something to change either one of them in any direction to help improve the therapeutic experience in that space, but let's forget about the child. Let's just focus on the therapist and the way that they're going about things. One thing that they could do or one thing that they could embody, it would be that they experience deep, heartful joy when they are with that child. And that's it. On some level, that will fix literally everything. And what I mean by that joy or like what the experience of that joy is is that like okay, imagine that you are with a child. You are a child therapist, you are an adult and you're seated, you're seated in a chair and you' and you're looking at a child playing. We're not talking about the words you're saying. We're not talking about anything else. You're just seated and you're watching them, and you're taking in what they're doing. And what you're experiencing is a deep joy for them being them, for the person that they are, for the thing that they're that they're playing, of what's coming out of them, of just the just the way that they move and the way that they are. Just joy that they're a person, and joy that you have the opportunity as a person. To spend consistent time with this child. We are so blessed as child therapists. And I mean this with all my heart. And I'll say I am so blessed as a child therapist. I've always loved spending time with children. I find them to be illuminating, fascinating. Their eyes are just so bright and curious. I love watching someone just do this dance of becoming a person in the world of having moments of something coming out of them that just feels like it's truly from themselves, from some core of themselves, and how, how lovely that is when someone's just in touch with themselves in a certain kind of way. And then also, when they, even when they mimic the adult environment around them, it's so funny, it's so endearing to watch them try different things on, whether it's in play or whether it's in life, as they go about developing a relationship to the adult world and figuring out how to do things. Like, on, on some level, everything children do is very interesting and it says something deep about them and it says something deep about the human experience when you watch someone develop as a person you learn what it means to develop as a person and what people learn as they develop as a person and what things they focus on and what things they think about and what things they play through i just i love spending time with kids and gosh there's just not a lot of ways to do that unless you like if you have kids in your in your family orbit or your friend orbit or your sort of communal orbit your your space that you occupy your social circles, then maybe you get to spend time with kids sometimes. But for, like, good reason, at the end of the day, you can't just go up and talk to or be alone with, God forbid, be alone with, a child that you don't know. But as a child therapist, you are blessed with that level of trust at the end of the day, trust, trust that you can leave your kid with me and they will be respected and I will hold their emotional world and their mental world, and I will keep them safe, or even trusted to have, at times, a level of privacy. The parents aren't really allowed into the space, and they'll never know everything that happens in a session, regardless of how much you communicate back to the parents. And if we take that trust seriously, and if we take all of that seriously, if you're a teacher, you are blessed with being able to be around like way too many kids at one time. Like, ooh, you're a teacher, you got 28 kids in your class, you're not getting a lot of individual time with any of them. You're really just kind of like trying to put out fires from the various 28 that are going on in any particular period of time. You don't just get to sink into who they are as a person the same way that you can when you're a child therapist. And I hope we all experience joy with that. I, uh, I sometimes feel with every new child that comes to see me as a client, I'm like, wow, it is so just cool and wonderful that you allow me to spend time alone with your child because it, it serves them. I, I, I deserve your trust in this process. But it's still so just wonderful to me that it's allowed to be, that it's allowed to exist and that it does exist. And so I'm trying to communicate that sentiment. I I haven't always felt that way about it. It's something that I feel that way more and more about it. And it feels like it gets me in touch with that joy. This joy of like, I get to spend time with you in this way, dedicated to you. And it's a joy to be with you. And I think that, and I don't say this to cast any kind of judgment on the adults in a child's world when I say this. And I mean that. But I think that there are children in this world who don't get to experience an adult enjoying them and feeling joy just by being with them very often. There are some children who miss that. And sometimes it's because they're really big with the things that they're struggling with and the adults in their world from, whether it's teachers or parents or whoever, and you can feel it in the way that adults will talk about a child. Are, they're just tired. They're tired and they're worn out. And it could be scary when this child walks into a room. People could start to get their guard up and start to worry that something's going to happen. And then they become kind of reactive or they're, they're more just kind of monitoring for like, is the fuse lit and are they starting to get more and more and more upset and we don't want to set them off and that kind of thing. And when you're feeling that kind of fear, you're not feeling a whole lot of, a lot of joy. You're more sort of fixated on these, these things that you're anticipating rather than just sinking back to the, the acceptance of the whole person that occurs when you're experiencing joy by being with someone. And if you're a child and you're missing out on joy in your world, you could also assume that in other environments, people are not going to respond to you and be happy that you're with you as well. And that can lead to sort of recreating this dynamic everywhere that you go. And when a child comes into to therapy, I mean, it might not sound very like scientific to say that simply breaking that cycle, right? Simply e- experiencing joy and and resting in that place when you're with a child is enough to, to to be what the therapy is, right? Like we like to dress it up with other kinds of stuff. Like, well, they're learning, you know, emotional regulation skills, and they're like developing some kind of. Uh, I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm obviously having a hard time even <laughs> coming up with what those things are at the moment, but breaking that cycle in a child's life, being that place consistently in their experience where the other person feels joy just by being with them and getting to share their internal world with them and is genuinely curious about all of the elements of their experience and who they are as a person and isn't trying to lead them towards anything and isn't trying to change anything about them and is just with them completely. I think that that does change a person's world. I think that that is enough. That that even is, at the very least, a a really lovely foundation on which to build therapeutic work upon. And at least for me, when I'm asking myself, like, gosh, things don't seem to be clicking with this this child that I'm working with and there I don't know if there's any movement going on here and I, I can sink back into like am I enjoying them and the answer right now when I'm asking those questions is usually no no I'm not enjoying them and going into the next session with the mindset of that I am going to just enjoy them during this session that is my starting intention is to enjoy them I'm going to throw everything else aside and just sink into that. Whatever then floats to me after I'm in that space, right? Whatever things that occur to me to focus on in their play, whatever things I want to lift up inside of the session, however I want to craft my responses, it can float to me from that place of joy and not from this place of like, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? How do I change things? How do I fix things from this like anxious spot or this fear spot or this judgment spot on myself for not being a good therapist or whatever, whatever it is, whatever it is sinking into, I'm going to be with them from this place of joy. I'm going to notice what occurs to me from that place to say back to them, and that's the place I can rest in. But I'm not even going to worry about those things that I'm going to say until I'm in that place of joy, until I'm enjoying that they're here, until I'm feeling grateful that I'm working with them and that I have this opportunity to be with them in this very unique way because they are a unique person who is on a unique journey journey and there is a joy in understanding and coming to know someone and there's a joy in being with other people and there's a joy in being with children they're wonderful they're wonderful and i wouldn't want to say that that's like you know i want to make space for that it is easier to be a therapist and get to that space it's our job to get to that space with the children that we see and especially if you're a play therapist. I mean, arguably any therapist, but especially if you're a play therapist. That's It's foundational. And as a parent, that's obviously harder sometimes, right? As a teacher, that's obviously harder sometimes, right? Like you're, you're with the children more. You're trying to get them to do different things. You're trying to get them. There, there, there's so much more that goes into being a parent. And there's so much more that goes into being a teacher. I have so much respect for people who choose to do either one of those things. But as therapists, I think that's something that we can really lean back on and make space for and cultivate in ourselves that that can really serve the children that we see. And those are all the words that are going to come out of my mouth on this episode of Playtime. Thank you for listening. Go to barnettchildtherapy.com if you would like to see more of my work, including the Child-Centered Children's Book series. And yep, I will catch you all next time in 2021.